0: Welcome back to another Harps Family (laughs) Ministry podcast. We are three dedicated staff members attempting to do a podcast professionally (laughs) on how to help families navigate what it looks like to build disciples at home. It's a sticky, difficult thing to do. And we just hope that this is a great resource for you to come along to and at least laugh at us and uh, maybe learn something about how to help build disciples out of your kids. Yeah, we really enjoy this time in our week, and this is, I mean, we're laughing just because
1: it is, uh, it's been a crazy week. You probably have those from time to time, but last week we didn't do a podcast because it was a crazy week again with just some unusual meetings and commitments we had that just said, okay, we can't do that. And then this week has kind of been the same, and so we're squeezing one in. It's going to be a little shorter than normal, but this is going to intro a topic that we'll come back to. So, that's true. We love this. This is fun. And we are deep into podcasting. Jennifer, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Yay.
2: (laughs) I don't know. It's just there's a lot going on and I'll say I'm good.
0: We could just start crying. (laughs)
2: Right now. Listen.
0: (laughs) That that always helps. Go straight from laughing to crying. Sometimes
2: it does help to just get it out. It never helped me. Ever. I wish I'm wish a would girl come and sometimes. it helps me.
0: Watch We Were Soldiers. You'll cry. It's true.
2: I don't, I don't know. I had a good cry yesterday. feel a lot better today. I'm just saying.
0: Dog movies do. I mean, like if the dog dies
2: in the no, movie. No, we can't watch this.
0: We, we made my dad watch Marley and Me right after our first great Danny <laughs> died <laughs> Goodness, on Easter. Terrible. We didn't even put it together. Yeah. He he's still, he won't let us live it down. Oh. Yeah. I just start thinking of funny stuff or like just
1: try to get my mind elsewhere, but I can't. You <laughs> have to look away.
2: I don't watch those movies.
1: I'm like crying. It's just, it doesn't help me.
2: Sorry. So, I mean, I'm okay. are you?
1: I'm you good. good. Um, yeah, doing well. And I'm uh, excited about next week. We're taking some time to pull away. Mm-hmm. As part of our staff, some of us are going to pull away to spend half a day at least focusing on some goals and thinking. Uh, that's such a great discipline to have, whether you're on a team or staff or anywhere, just as a follower of Christ, as a mom or dad or wherever you're at, a teenager, to to have that discipline of pulling away for a uninterrupted time of praying and thinking and planning. I always say that some of the best work a leader or a follower of Christ can do is to stop and think. That's hard to do. We stay very, very busy and we go, go, go. And eventually we run out of steam. We hit a few walls. We have some problems and uh, you get tired and dissatisfied and you start making some crazy choices. Maybe Mm -hmm. hopefully don't act on them, but you start thinking some crazy stuff. So, it's so good to pull away and get refocused. So, I'm excited
0: for that next week. uh, William, how are you? I'm great. I'm really good. It's a Wednesday, so I got to sleep in. Decided not to go hunt this morning. I'm gearing up for an awesome conference this weekend that I've been blessed to be able to go to. So, I'll have Thursday night, Friday night in Atlanta at the G3 summit with uh Jody Bacham and John MacArthur and a handful of other wow great teachers it's going to be awesome yeah.
1: yeah being William dressed alike again today without Twinsies. planning it yeah yep. we twin a lot i mean it's just the youth pastor thing yeah i mean there's it's only not even so a black t-shirt ways. today though <laughs> no but it's clean yeah yeah <laughs> can't see this you're just listening to yeah. this but yeah. yeah William and I
2: you match, yeah, matching Harps Crossing Christian Academy Lion
1: t-shirt. I mean, I think it encourages me because I'm like, hey, maybe I'm still kind of trendy, but it probably really depresses William. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, oh, great. Yeah. A dress
1: 50-year-old pastor.
0: No, I'm not 50 yet. Getting close. It isn't really demoralizing. <laughs> I don't really. I went to lunch one time with Emily, and she goes, oh, you're having a rough day? It's <laughs> like, what? Because you look rough.
2: Oh, that's and loving.
0: Like, it's like, appreciate it. You've been at work all day. I was working with
1: teenagers. I did notice it. I mean, I was like, they'll just come up to me and say, you look tired. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I am. Bags Mm -hmm. under my eyes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Kids say a lot of things to you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Most embarrassing. Uh Do you want to share that? No.
2: I mean, they just said, do you have a baby in your belly? (laughs) No, I don't.
0: Mm.
2: So I'm just going to leave that there and say, no, I don't. But thank you for asking.
0: No, don't thank you for asking. It like, just, just leads us great into our topic of, you know, have the discipline to not ask questions like they that. They don't shit. know that
2: that's not a question to ask? Yeah. They should. We have like seven it's friends who, who are pregnant right now. Touche. Yeah. So it's okay.
1: You could say yes.
2: No, it's a food baby. I don't <laughs> think they understand things like that.
0: So I'm half a baby.
2: Half a baby? Yeah. I, it's still no, not going into that lesson. <laughs> 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 no. Oh my goodness! What are we talking about today? I don't know. We're, this is not
0: I tried it. to intro it. I, yeah. I gave
1: you, you know, we're going to bridge into the topic of discipline, uh, which is obviously something parents deal with all the time. We all deal with, and we'll come back to this and take a few swats at it because discipline—it's so different for different ages. Mm-hmm. It's different for each kid. I thought we would look at the overall goal of discipline for a minute and talk about it. Uh, we may not get that far into even that, but then maybe some funny stories from our childhood or, or what works for us when it comes to discipline. Because I, I said just a minute ago when we were talking about this, that in my mind, one of the big goals, at least, of discipline is to help encourage self-discipline. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you're not cleaning up your room yet, We discipline or, you know, so that eventually you have the self-discipline to do that on your own so that we are continuing to aim towards that goal of raising great adults, Adults. right? Kids who become great adults. And so making your bed will be beneficial as an adult, learning to be careful with money Mm -hmm. and wise with money, learning not to do certain things or to do certain things. And so we start that at a very young age. We're like, don't hit, stop hitting because we know that's a area of self-control and self-discipline that they definitely need to have as adults or else it doesn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've also heard Mm -hmm. that self-discipline is so very, very important because if you don't learn to discipline yourself, others will. Mm -hmm. And society will eventually discipline you. So, we're, you know, as parents, we have to take discipline very serious and figure out what works for each kid, what works in our family, every family seems to be different, but to be consistent, maybe even creative with discipline that leads to self-discipline because if we don't have self-discipline, others will have to discipline us, Mm -hmm. whether it's a boss that says, sorry, you've been late too many times. We're going to dock your pay or we're going to have to let you go or, hey, you drove too fast too many times. Here's your speeding ticket or even worse, eventually ending up in jail, society will discipline you for making too many errors in the area of not being self-disciplined. So, yep. funny stories from our childhood or what worked.
2: I just want to say I never got in trouble.
1: You never did anything wrong. No, I so. just
2: want everybody to know that. So,
1: theoretically, <laughs> if you had done something wrong, how would your parents have dealt with oh,
2: it? Oh, all they had to say was they were disappointed in me. I mean, for real.
1: So, you were that? I yeah. was that
2: kid. That okay. perfectionist. I'm a pleaser. Yeah.
1: That's our middle child. Yep.
2: Yeah. My my middle child is the really? same way. Yes.
1: And they're both girls. Yes. Yeah. I think
2: it may be a, a female thing, too. But seriously, if if I knew that one of my parents was disappointed yeah. in me, it broke yeah. me.
1: Yeah, it's not definitely a girl thing. Maybe it's a middle child thing.
2: Okay, I I'm
0: Maybe. a middle child, and uh, no, my mom just carried a bat. <laughs> and, but uh, were any of your brothers? No, like she could look at them and they would just do what was right. Like she can just instantly strike fear into you. Uh, yeah. I think she could she, do that to me. She could count. She would count. Right? Um, yeah.
1: There's debate and, on the counting thing. Like if you have to count, then it's not really being. But I'm like, I don't know. We did the counting
0: thing. I, count. I mean, she'd shoot a look, yeah. and if you kept going, and she got to two, you're. Ooh. Right. Very brave soul. Is uh, it three? You're not a soul anymore.
2: My four-year-old says three. Oh, yeah. See, that's... Try the bat.
1: Uh, the, the you know, we talk about counting and I start getting uh, ticks and stuff and nervous mm-hmm. because it reminds me of boot camp. You know, that's what they did. Oh. They counted, but they didn't really count. They would say, you got 10 seconds, five, four, one, you're done. And I'm like, wait, that wasn't... I, but you can't talk back to a drill instructor. That's how they counted. Uh, wow. And so it was serious when they got to one, it was done, but mm-hmm. it was 10, 10 seconds condensed into like oh, one, Marines. 1. 5 seconds. Yeah, counting is tough for us Marines. Both of our middle mm-hmm. childs, Jennifer and mine, mm-hmm. are the ones that, you know, we could look at them and that's enough. They break into mm-hmm. tears and go, you know, beat themselves up. I have one child, the middle one, who is very, very high performer and a lot of self-discipline and we almost have to like push the other way. Right. Because they're already so critical of themselves and such a perfectionist that when we do try to interject, it's almost like no. And as they're getting older, mm-hmm. they're like, no, I know how to do this. I know how to handle it. So yeah. as a, a parent, it's, it's tougher sometimes when they're teenagers to say, you know, a lot, but you still have to get some sleep, or else you're going right. to be tired. You know, and standing back and watching with the older ones is is a little easier, mm-hmm. uh, but with the younger ones who are defiant, who you've got one, I've got one too. Oh, no. And it's the youngest. I
2: I didn't say he was the only one. (laughs) Okay.
1: Who do (laughs) count or who look at me when I say, you know, do this. And it's just a staring contest. And I'm like, do I get violent with them? I don't want to be. Do I yell at them? For me as a kid, it was more of the stereotypical, you know, well, when your dad gets home, if I did anything that was pretty severe, it was going to be when dad came home. Mm -hmm. Dad was going to have the paddle, Mm -hmm. and I knew it was not going to be fun. But my dad was very calm, very collected. He would talk to me. He never paddled me out of anger. And so, for me, paddling was fine. It was very helpful, actually. I needed it. I think I got it all the way up till I was like 16, and I needed it. And probably up until I was 18 or 20, it would have helped me, honestly. But my mom would deal with the smaller things. My dad dealt with the big things. But it was always very well done and talking, and so there wasn't a stigma about it, but I know other families where paddling was a violent thing, and Mm -hmm. it was closer to, I guess, what we would consider abuse. You know, I mean, it was just anger, not good. Folks who are maybe older than me or a little bit older generation than me who don't like paddling at all, especially when it comes to their grandkids, because Mm -hmm. they dealt with it much more severely in, in an unhealthy manner. Right. The Bible talks about don't spare the rod, true.
2: all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you
1: know, that, it, you know, save your child's life by teaching them discipline, even if it means you have to paddle them or spank them. And so we're not here to say whether spanking's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's a difference between how you discipline, no matter what style you're using. I mean, you could, you could just use your voice and it could be very cruel yes, and no. demeaning very true. Um, and abusive, or it mm-hmm. could be very helpful and encouraging and mm-hmm. enriching, correcting. You know, for me, paddling worked well, but conversations worked well, but it was always done out of yes. love.
2: I, I think the conversation is the key. Funny stories? You got any funny stories?
0: I mean, I'll weigh in on that thought really oh, fast cool. for the, the funny story, but I mean, jokingly, I talk about Molly striking fear and carrying a bat and that kind of thing. She never, it was never actually you were afraid of her. You just had that very healthy respect so yeah. that there was no need for any physical ramifications. Yeah. She'd mm-hmm. look at you and go, Boy, did I tell you to do that? Mm-hmm. And you'd go and do whatever you're told to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, conversations, but the voice is also damaging. I mean, there's stories about that, of course, um, that anyone could talk about, you know, but you should never cross that line where your kid is afraid of you, Yeah. you know? Um, healthy respect, mm-hmm. and that way your direction is taken just from having to verbalize it. You know, go clean your room, it's done then, or maybe two or three times, but you, your kid isn't afraid of your reaction to it because you don't want your kid to operate out of fear of you.
2: They respect right. that of the authority right. that you have. Yes. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot of funny stories. I just remember that the times my parents took to explain something to me always helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but I know that was a lot of work, and I know it's, more, it's worked for us, any parent out there listening right now. You know how much work that is to try oh, yeah. to explain to a four-year-old or a six-year-old or a 17-year-old what they did and— why it's not going to work for their future and try to be creative about helping them understand, but it's worth the time and energy it takes. If you yeah. can give an illustration from history or if you can show an example, so often behavior changes when people see the results. If they see tangible results and they say, oh, okay, and they get a chance to try it out, then behavior actually changes because we can force people to do things or yeah. force our kids to do things, but that doesn't mean their behaviors change. Mm-hmm. Their mind is still made up. I did get this banking in Elementary school. Oh yeah, throwing rocks on the playground. Oh, and my rock landed on a kid's head. It bled a little bit, oh. but we got spanked.
2: Do you know when I was teaching? There was still corporal punishment yeah. in the middle school yeah. where I began teaching, and we would have parents. I mean, this was just well, it's been a little while now, I guess. But it, I was going to say it was just like ten years ago. But it was a little more than that, like fifteen years ago. Um, but we had a kid. He would get, what, what you?
0: 15? hmm 25, yes?
2: No. When I was teaching in middle
1: school? Oh, she's teaching, not in middle school. Not uh, when I
2: was in uh, middle school. Shut your face there, William. Uh, Use some self-discipline.
0: <laughs> um,
2: when I was teaching middle school, sorry. It was only 15. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, but we would have parents and they'd be like, no, my child doesn't get spankings. No, no. What's the alternative? Out of school suspension. That's what we'll do. They'd have them home one day, they'd bring them back, spank them. <laughs>
1: right. I'm Yo, serious. It yeah. happened
2: more than once.
1: Yeah. Well, quick question. Do you, yeah. I mean, in schools, do you think there's more behavior problems than there used to be with kids? I mean, I, yeah, I just see severe sometimes, like crazy behavior. I think the
2: behavior has changed. Yeah. So it may not be more, but they're different, more severe.
1: Yeah. yeah it's like, wow. That yeah. didn't happen when I was in school. Or if it did, it, I didn't see it. Right. Kids breaking out in class and screaming and yeah, no. challenging mm-hmm. the teacher. I'm like, wow. Mm-mm. But yeah, yeah that's, that's a thing now. It so. is.
2: I've got funny stories. Okay. Yeah. Can I do that? Can yeah, I lighten it up? Yes. Okay. So these are totally not about me. Cause again, I didn't do things wrong, but my brother, <laughs> my brother did. So I'm throwing him under the bus. I'm not even going to say his name. So when he was little, Um, And he would get in trouble. (laughs) He would sit on his bed because he'd be mad at my parents because he got in trouble for whatever. And he would just yell, I hate Georgia. I love Georgia Tech. I hate Georgia. He would just yell. He would just yell. Of course, then he got in trouble for the yelling, not because of what he was saying, but he thought that was really getting back at my parents. But this one time, this goes to where you were talking about the conversation that you have. He got mad about something and he tore up a dollar bill. Okay. I mean, kids do that. They tear up money. They don't understand. My parents had him tape it back together and he had to go to the bank and apologize to the people. Now that, to me, that was a type of punishment. He learned a lesson. Yeah. You know,
1: Definitely, I thought that yeah. was that's, like
2: now I'm like, yeah, that's that's good stuff. That's
1: one of my favorite Dave, Dave Ramsey stories it was mm. about one of his daughters who wrote a bad check and he had her, yeah, she didn't know. I mean, she kind of had an idea probably, but he made her go to the bank and apologize to the bank that she did not have money in her account. That stuck with her. Yeah. I don't think he ever,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, they had a friend. It was was somebody that my parents knew at the bank, but.
1: Creative That ways. creative
2: discipline well, that is, is sometimes tough. much more effective.
1: It is tough to figure out what works for different kids because mm-hmm. what works for one kid doesn't work for another Mm-mm. every time. And you're like, wow.
2: Well, and what works for one kid when they're six isn't going to work for them when they're eight. Yeah. What you got, William? You're so quiet.
0: I'm trying to think of funny stories well, of discipline, you know. and I, yeah. I know my older brother was a disciplinarian. And I left a basketball outside one time and he asked very politely to go pick up his basketball because I had left it outside and I'd politely refused. And then he kicked me down a set of stairs and drugged me to the basketball. And uh, I went ahead and ca- I carried it back in <laughs> yep.
2: after that. Did you leave it outside again? We
0: didn't really play again. Oh. <laughs> what, what age are <laughs> what we talking I, about here? Probably like middle school. <laughs> okay. No, not, not quite middle school. I mean, after that, I got much larger than him. and ah. <laughs> There you so, go. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it, it's funny seeing your
1: kids mm-hmm. start to correct the other ones. Yes. You know, trying to be helpful, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily go over well when a sibling's trying to be a parent, you know. But I had, like, my brother and sister were 10 and 11 years older than me. Oh, wow. So, I think they kind of, they just more so help me out. They're like, don't do that. Or they would go tell mom and dad, they're like, I don't know if you know Paul's doing this, but mm-hmm. it's like eating sugar. I was a really, I eat sugar, like snuck it apparently constantly That's ate funny. sugar. Yeah, the stories yeah. aren't that funny. They're kind of more painful. Oh. <laughs> I mean, scary. Aww. For those listening,
0: he, he did just glance off and look down at the floor and Sarah McLaughlin started playing.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I deserved sad. everything.
2: I think uh, it's fun now watching my kids do things that I did. I was a big stomper up the stairs <laughs> and then I wanted to slam a door. Did and now do I have a daughter who stomps up, well, we don't have stairs, yeah. stomps down the hall and slams her door.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do see yourself in your do. kids. I
2: do. But just like me, she is the pleaser. Yeah. So, I can handle the stomping and slamming the door if she understands.
1: All right. With your kids, um, what have you found works? What's a creative, creative thing? Okay, money. Sure, three right now.
2: Uh, yeah, surprising. Really? Now, the little one doesn't understand how much money a penny is compared to a quarter. That doesn't matter. It's a coin to him. So they don't clean up the living room. So I got all their toys, put them in a bucket. Said, you want it, you'll pay for them. The oldest one had a library book that he didn't turn in for two weeks. I said, if you want it back, it's a quarter. So I said, there's two of them in there. So he brought me 50 cents. So I've started charging um, but now we I had a ninth grade teacher. I'll never forget when I was in English. We were just mean to each other in my class. I don't know. So we had a put-down jar. So that is what we are working on right now. They like a lot of potty talk. And it always comes up at the table. And so we're really trying to work on no potty talk and no name calling. So for now, it's a nickel. If you say it, you put it in the jar. It's a nickel in the jar. And that jar is going to pay for a date for Tim and yeah. I to go on. Um, so thank you, children, for being mean to each other. Dad and I are going to make the most of this, but you're not getting something from this money. Yeah. So money, I think it does. That for the older they get, the more money seems to work in our house.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it does for us too. Uh, and and also, uh, phones are mm, a yeah. wonderful tool. They love their phones so much that if they or or their device, even if it's not activated. Mm-hmm. Taking that away for a day or two really changes behavior quick.
2: Yeah. We do that with a switch. Yeah.
1: It's amazing how polite and friendly, but it really does. I mean, sometimes just a a break in the normal routine, Mm -hmm. you know, is not necessarily discipline, but it's a creative way to say, let's go, let's, let's get out here. Let's go for a walk. Let's, let's, let's go talk. Let's, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and taking that time to explain Mm -hmm. um,
0: why. Mom oh, kind of had a hockey philosophy. Okay. Okay. So instead of a a nickel in a jar, if mm-hmm. we were being mean to each other, she just kind of let it play out, and the bigger would win. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you were calling names and it escalated to that point, and you got into a little a little skirmish, mm-hmm. she kind of let it go yeah. for as long as was appropriate. Yeah. And at the end of which we were able to reconcile and go, "Okay, yeah, I was being a jerk." And yes. you won that fight, or you know, as, as far as like smaller disciplinarian issues like your laundry, we always did our laundry as kids, like from kindergarten up. And if you didn't want to do your laundry, which oftentimes happens with mm-hmm. dudes, she's like, fine, you'll be the stinky kid at school. Yeah. That's totally, that's fine. You want to smell bad? Go for it. Yeah. Or, you know, if it got to the extent where, I mean, there's just laundry everywhere, mm-hmm. she's like, you're not using my washing machine that much. You're going to a laundromat. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. you know. Natural
2: up. consequences.
0: Yeah. And it, because it's like having the conversation, having to actually have the conversation, you go, instead of telling the kid, hey, this is how it plays out if you don't do your laundry, you're like. Watch it play out. You yeah. lose all your friends because you smell bad or you have to pay for your laundry to be washed with the you know, the very small allowance that we did. Yeah. So
1: learning by I like that. Yeah. That's, it worked. That's learning. I mean, it happened like
0: once to one of my siblings, and they were like, dude, and everyone's doing laundry now. We're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, there's those moments where it's, you know, someone learns from experience. It's yep. good if it's not you, but sometimes yeah. it is you that learns by experience and everybody sees that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've heard before. Wisdom is learning from other people's experience. And, trying to see what's happened over there and say, I don't want to replicate that. That looked painful or mm-hmm. not fun.
2: I think it's important for kids to see their parent or any adult use that self-discipline too. You know, if if I get up at six o'clock and I'm mm-hmm. going to have my time with God right then, it's quiet and I'm going to encourage them to do it. Well, I'm not going to encourage them to do it if I'm not willing to do it too. That's just a self-discipline, yeah. this, right. you know.
1: Driving is a huge thing, you know. I mean, because your kids and they can see that. Yeah. Your kids are going to remember how you drove and replicate it. That's, and so, going to have
2: to start driving all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Full stops at the stop sign because that's what they yeah, teach them roll. at mm-hmm. the uh, you know when they go to driver's ed and they're like, well, mom and dad, you just rolled through that, you know, right? And so, that's just one area. But you're you're right. Your kids do see our discipline, and but we can take it and explain to them on their level. Mm-hmm why this is helpful, why I'm doing this, why I make my bed, why is it a big deal? You know, or why do I set out my coffee the night before rather than doing it? Well, because I might be late and then, you Mm -hmm. know, I'll I'll know I'll miss that. And so, there's taking again the time to be proactive to explain some things at their level. That's fun to be able to focus on the good and reward positive behavior. That's what we really love doing, right? Is seeing the highlights and saying, that's great. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But it... Is always balanced with the why mm-hmm. didn't you just? I all you had to do was just do it, and you didn't do it. You know?
2: <laughs> it's always fun as a parent, and as I'm sure a student pastor, you've seen this many times too. Of you don't need to do that. You let's not do that. Let's not do that. And then boom, they do it, and something goes terribly wrong. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that hurt, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I'm I'm sorry that you're injured, but.
0: Ours is usually, on trips and stuff, (laughs) talking about money. You're like, hey, I mean, they always give a brief. Like, we're going to stop at a mall on the way up there. Don't waste your money on stuff at the mall. Mm -hmm. You have to buy a meal on the way home. There's always a kid. There's always someone that buys, like, some random thing. Like, did you just buy an $80 knife? What are you doing? Yeah. And I'll drive home. I was like man, I don't need money for food. It's like, gonna be a long drive home. Mm-hmm.
2: How much are you selling that knife? Yeah, for? you
0: want to you want to sell that? Well, actually, you know, I've already taken your knife. Yeah, I was gonna say you yeah, shouldn't yeah, have that bought it in the first interest. place. Yeah. So now you've learned two lessons: one, save your money, and two, don't buy things you shouldn't have because you're gonna lose eighty dollars. Yeah. But you know, letting it just naturally play out, and then you know, helping them out and having the conversation with them afterwards about money management and paying attention to the you have a whole week to deal with this money, and it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think we'll wrap it up Okay. here for this one. This is a quick one. And we will come back and have some more specific ideas about discipline and building disciples.
2: Sounds good.
0: Thanks for joining us today for today's episode. That's all we've got. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and email your questions or suggestions for future episodes to anchored at harpscrossing.com. We look forward to seeing you here next time. And until then, stay anchored.